moving the energy. And when you're able to come back to like a moment where you can, you know, maybe hold your hand over that energy center, imagine that hand is a magnet Mm -hmm. and allow all the debris, all the static that's gotten loosened up, all that emotion to just collect and move out. Mm -hmm. And I think that you will def, I know you're going to definitely see and feel a difference. You'll notice, you know, the energy centers will just kind of feel clearer. Yeah. Uh, Especially the mind. Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned by Human Design, the podcast dedicated to helping you use human design in your business from the ground up. You have everything you need right now to start serving the world with immense value and get paid to do it. In this podcast, I teach you how. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. This week, I have Lena back on. I'm so happy to have her back on. I have to have her tell you all about her breathwork transformations that she guides people through. She recently helped me through the Scorpio full moon. That one, that full moon for me was just a really knocked me on my butt full moon. And I rarely ever, we are not the kind of friends where we are like on each other's cell phones every day, but we rarely reach out to one another and be like, listen, I need you now. And in that moment, I reached out to her and said, I need help now. Like, actually, no, I didn't. Did I? <laughs> no, you waited a while, which is what we do. We're like, I can do it. I'm fine. I'm I was just saying I'm too that. dark thing. in the hole. I'm too deep in the hole. <laughs> I'm, I'm so deep in the hole. I can't reach the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Chloe called Noah and said, I think mom needs Lena. <laughs> and I was like, don't call Noah. You can come in and tell me. She was like, no. (laughs) And I thought, well, maybe I do need Lena. And that's how we got into it. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. And of course, you know, you're you're telling me and I'm like, you know what would help? Breath work. And you're like, I don't have time for that. Yeah. Okay. Can we just start there? Is we all don't think we have time for this stuff. We all don't think we have time to decondition. We all don't think we have time to clear the energy centers with the breath work. Mm -hmm. We all blame everything on, I don't have enough time. I have other things I need to do. And truthfully, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in that moment, after our session and the days after, I noticeably felt that shift. And, you know, that's why I wanted to talk about it on the podcast is because if you're telling yourself you do not have time to decondition or do your breath work or whatever it is that that's the thing that clears you, you need to be on to your mind because that's your mind telling you, nope, you don't need to clear. Hey there. So I'm interrupting this episode to invite you into my next masterclass. Now, usually I reserve my masterclass events for my private clients inside of the high frequency formula, but I really do consider this a special occasion. You may have already been feeling it. Money has a lesson for us all, and the recession is how we learn it. Now, there are some major ways that we can empower ourselves through this restriction, and it's nothing to be afraid of, but I want to help you all 
know how to navigate it for your alignment. So I'm going to go over a few things like how the recession is working for your alignment, what to do right now with your cash, how to secure your existing income portals, and what decisions you need to make immediately. And then at the end of our time together, I want to help you come up with an action plan to ensure your successful navigation of this lesson. This recession will affect everyone in one way or another. You may already been feeling it. So feel free to share this invitation with anyone you care about. Like I said, I will be leaving time for your most pressing questions and concerns. And just consider this, you know, my money channel is open and we're honored to serve at this uncertain time. Now, your investment of $99 includes access to the replay and all additional material that we may add to this event. So if the energy of restriction is something you want to learn how to navigate in alignment so that you can flourish, then reserve your spot at the link in the show notes and I'll see you there. So I just, I want you to just kind of come on and talk to us about it. Like when did you, I guess just start with where you started with it. Well, I had experienced breath work at a fit for service summits and those are, um, their summits events that are put on by, uh, Aubrey Marcus the team of coaches that we go in and the the premise is that if you would want if you want to serve others you need to make sure you're fit for service so they have you really go down deep into your own shadows into your own inner work making you very uncomfortable with different um, practices holistic practices and one of them being breath work and um, at every summit there's breath work there's a lot of other workshops um, inner child healing relationships all of that but one of my favorite things to do at these summits is breath work. And um, after a couple of times doing that, I was like, this is so powerful. And I had literally had one of my most transcendent moments of my life. And I've had, I've had some strong moments. Yeah. Um, that was the most transcendent moment that I had experienced as a human. And so when I realized that that was just with my breath, I was like, this is amazing. And I need to bring this back to people because you know me, I go in, I go find something. I'm like, okay, it's good. Let's all go. This is, this is the thing. Yeah. And, um, so I went and trained with some of the practitioners that were Stephen Jaggers with somatic release breathwork who were facilitators at, um, the fit for service summits. And I'm telling you, it was life-changing. I, you know, I've been a nurse for many years, trauma nursing, ER nursing, I have been in the field of healing and helping for decades. And I can tell you that doing this work in so many ways has been more satisfying watching people move through deep healing transformation um, in a very short period of time. It is literally like doing, you know, two plus years of therapy in an hour. Yeah. It's, it's so powerful. So, um, yeah, that's why I'm about it. And so that's why when you reached out and you're like, I am, I'm not good right now. And I'm, you know, the first thing I'm thinking is I know it can help you. Yeah. It sounds so simple. And uh, I know already what your arguments will be for not doing it. I, I don't, I, I don't have time to lay down right now. I, I don't have enough privacy. I don't I'm like, no, nah, but like put your headphones on. Yeah. Just going to breathe, you know? And a lot of times people just like, I don't, that, how can that help me? I breathe every right. day. Yeah. <laughs> Is not like that. Yeah. It really is a way of clearing, clear, clear, clear. Cause I could hear you with all of your mind. And the point of it was, I've got to help you get out of your mind and back into your heart and back into your center so that you can actually hear 
yourself because you were in your not self. Yes. Yes. I mean, so deep in my not self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you used, like when you took me through the, um, you call it a journey, a journey. Yeah. Yeah. When you took me through it, you use the word we're sweeping. We're using part of the session to sweep. And so as I was doing the, the breathing, I was imagining sweeping. Yeah. Like, like going with a big broom mm-hmm. and you're cleaning, you're clearing. Yeah. Going into every corner, you're going into every crevice where fear resides, where guilt resides, where shame, whatever is taking up space that you do not need. And you start to just clear it, clear it, clear it, bring it to the surface, bring it to the surface, allow yourself to feel it. It's the only way to allow it to move out. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's the one of, that's the biggest half. There's two halves to the breath work. One is cleansing and clearing using deep breathing techniques and NLP cueing, neuro-linguistic programming cueing. Right. Really speak to the subconscious. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, um, you know, the second half is more bringing in what you want. Yes, that what was powerful. To fill this space with. Now that you've cleansed these things out, this stress, anxiety, all the noise, it's like, okay, now you can actually call in what you want. What do you mm-hmm. want to feel? Mm-hmm. How do you want to be? And it's, it's extremely powerful. I mean- I think it's beautiful to combine the fact that I can envision an aura with energy centers. And mm-hmm. so it gives me, I'm a visual person. So it gives me a visual of what I'm sweeping. I'm yeah. sweeping the mind. I'm sweeping the Ajna. I'm sweeping the throat. I'm sweeping the identity. So I'm sweeping everywhere. Yes. You know, I would just go, I, as you were guiding me, I just went through all my centers Mm-hmm. And, you know, I will say the, the thing that I felt resistant to, which is kind of strange because I've done it with you before is what if I do it wrong? <laughs> and I thought, oh, this is interesting. <clears throat> like, even as like, I I'm discombobulated as I felt, I was like, oh, that's interesting that you think you can do this wrong. But that was something that came in. Like, I think I, what if I do this wrong? I'm yeah. like, Okay. Well, now I know it's my mind because that is not the truth, right? When one of those thoughts comes in, you're like, no, I don't think so. Now I know there's something you don't want to get rid of. Yeah. That's and the ego is like, uh, 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 what can I tell you to, to make you stop? Yeah. You know, exactly. And, and that's why it's good to have facilitator, you know, who's there to support you and, and guide you so that you can depend, you can in some ways let that part of your mind go and just tap right into allowing yourself to have the experience. Yeah. It was so fun. It wasn't fun, but it was like, (laughs) I can see you trying to not. And it was funny (laughs) because you go, it'll literally take 45 minutes. Just tell everybody that you're busy. And they ended up being gone late, I think. And I just sent him a text and I said, listen, I'm, it's hard to be by myself in that house. But I said, guys, I'm doing a breathwork session with Lena. And I'm sure they were all like, yeah, we've been trying to tell you. Yeah. Like when you hear screaming or crying or things moving, it's all perfect. It's all normal. Really what we need is we need to have an, we need to let the emotion that is there have its complete course, you know, allow itself to move through its complete course, its completion. Because then when you allow that to happen, then the emotion doesn't need to stay. It doesn't need to be stuck. 
you know? Yeah. I mean, what, what I was feeling so comfortable doing, cause I just laid down on my bed and I put you on mm-hmm. my laptop. We didn't consider that the, <laughs> that it, it was dark. like, yeah, it would go dark <laughs> in about 20 minutes. You're like, no, I'll be right here. I'll be watching. I'll be making sure that it's going as it should. And I didn't even realize <laughs> you couldn't see me until the end. <laughs> I see a blanket. I can hear her. So I'm sure she's okay. She's still breathing or <laughs> what was the last thing she said? <laughs> yeah. See, you were doing it perfectly. Yeah. Because you, it's, it's very altered states breathing. I could feel all the feelings coming up. And the first one was anger. Oh, yeah. The first one was just protecting something. Yeah. These first one good. was pure anger. And then it was like sadness. Mm-hmm. Then it was sadness. And so I would just, as I was sweeping, I would just notice and be like, sweep, sweep, sweep. But then I, I don't know how long did we do that for? Was it, is it like 30 minutes we're doing About that? 30 minutes of the sweeping of the clearing. But yeah. in between you did this magnet. I did breath holds. Yeah. So that's where we're, we're doing some breathing, some deep breathing, and then we're holding. And during the hold is where I like to have you imagine that you're, this magnet is in the middle of your chest and it's just pulling all the debris of the things that you're sweeping. Yes. That was powerful. Breathe out. You're like, Bleh, gone. Mm-hmm. Go. I'm letting it go. Yeah. Yeah. That magnet has been powerful all week for me. Yeah. Just imagining like, oh, there's a magnet that I can remove mm-hmm. my not self with. And I don't even care if it's like, I'm just imagining this is working. I don't even care if that's what's happening, but Mm -hmm. I just, I just know energy and I know that how powerful even the imagination is and that in conjunction with I'm sweeping out what's in all these centers, pulling it into one area and releasing it through a magnet. Like I, because when you are going hypoxic, when you are decreasing the oxygen in your blood, you feel the energy in your body, in your hands, and you can feel energy leaving. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you what I, this is how I describe breath work from the way that I experienced it is that, you know, your breath is it's life force. It's chi, it's prana. It's the thing you first did when you came to the planet that incarnated this body that brought this body to the earth, right? <sighs> Here you are. It's the last thing you're going to do when you leave. And so during breath work, when you're hyperventilating, you're bringing in so much life force, so much prana, so much chi into this meat sack of matter. What it feels like to me is that there's more life force than there is matter. And that life force is very high vibration. It's and anything that's not at that higher vibration starts to disassemble and starts to come up like, whoa, what is this? This is not this does not vibe with this higher life force energy that's here. So it gives you this opportunity to feel it and then to release it. Yeah. And it really is, it, it really is a release. I mean, I've had people in sessions that fe- that have said, I feel like I this was a rebirth. And there mm. is a breath work that is called rebirthing process, mm. but it really does feel like you've just cleared it. It's not like you went and talked to your friend about it. You know, that's, that's great. And maybe you feel better for like part of the day. 
Yeah. But it's still there. You haven't completed the emotional cycle of whatever it is that got stuck. Yeah. That it's stuck in that moment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and honestly, the more that you can do this practice, the less you're holding on to these lower density energies. So when you're getting rid of lower density energies, which are the trauma, which are the pain, the sadness, the grief, those are lower density energies. Right. So what are you left with? You know, the, the higher vibrational energies can rise. You can have, you feel more of that in literally in your body. Yeah. It's that's, powerful. Yeah. That's how I, I mean, I, I describe it. That's it. I, you know, I think what I like to give everybody on the podcast is just a, a way of incorporating some basic breath work with, mm-hmm. you know, the visual of using your energy centers, your aura as the thing that you're sweeping and moving through. Um, and what you left me with was that 10, 20, 30 practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can tell everybody how that works. Yeah, I'll share that with you. That's been one that I've been doing for a while since we um, first discovered breath work at Fit for Service. There was a, um, a beautiful partnership between with Awaken Breath Work, Awaken, and it's with Lucas Mack and Hella Weston. And this is one of their daily practices. I mean, I when I do journeys, I do somatic release because that's more releasing from the body and it's a much deeper practice that I practice with people. Um, but this is what I use daily is a 10, 20, 30. And it's where you're sitting upright. I do this before I go into meditation. If I'm going to, if something stressful is happening or I just need to clear. And so you're sitting upright, you know, wherever you're comfortable. Um, and we do 10 big deep breaths in through the mouth and out through the mouth, because that's really stimulating the sympathetic nervous system. So that's where you're kind of like, oh, okay, we're, we're sweeping, we're bringing up, we're exciting the nervous system. And we do 10 breaths and then we'll hold you hold on the in or on the out with the 10? You can you can do either. When I'm doing it, I'm holding on the bottom. I'll hold uh-huh. it empty. So you hold for 10. You breathe in for 10. Then you hold for 10. Then you breathe in for 10 more. You go right back into breathing. You hold for 20. Then you're going to go back in for 10 more big breaths. And you're going to hold for 30 or as long as you can. Yeah. And, you know, with each of those, you can still, you can imagine the, the magnet right in the middle of your chest in, in during your holds and collecting, collecting debris, collecting debris, and then. Yeah. It. So you can, you know, sometimes holding at the top is good because you have that breathing out. Mm-hmm. But um, so I do it either way. I'm not sure exactly if, which one they, they uh, recommend in or out, but regardless, it works beautifully for like a quick reset of the system and using it, you know, intentionally going through your chakra system, going through your energy centers and cleansing and clearing, cleansing and clearing, collecting the debris and letting it go. Yeah. Right. That's, it's a very powerful practice. Yeah. I, what I found myself doing as I've been getting more accustomed to it, just now I just do it. Like I brush my teeth. I'm like, that's what I'm doing because this is, this is what I need. And I, I don't remember if you told me to tap. Did you tell me to tap? Yeah. Yeah. We, I, I use tapping, um, EFT, um, during breathwork sessions. And when we, I do virtual sessions, I do also, I can suggest usually with one-on-one virtuals. Those, that's when I suggest more of the tapping. Um, but you can just tap on different areas. I like to tap 
I was taught to tap over the heart, just beneath the clavicle bone, about two inches above the heart and just tap. And it really interrupts that circuit in the nervous system, you know, when there's just like loop of thought and it's like, well, this is overwhelming and doing that tapping can kind of bring you back, bring you back into center and kind of bring the nervous system back down. That's been my, like my gold, my secret sauce, combining yeah. the tapping in with the breath work. Um, mm -hmm. I've been able, what I notice is there'll be times during the day where I will, it'll, sometimes it's easy for me to hold my breath. I can hold it for a while. And sometimes I notice that I don't want to hold my, like my body wants to breathe and breathe and breathe. So that act tells me I'm activated. And so yeah. I will just notice, like, I'll start to tap, like maybe it feels really tight in my throat. So I'll just mm -hmm. start tapping around my throat, or maybe I feel like you were saying around your heart. Mm -hmm. um, and then I've even been doing like up around my head just to kind of relax me into holding my breath. And so when I, I noticed these last few days, when I sit into it and I allow my, allow it to just not be comfortable to not breathe. And I mm -hmm. just do the tapping. I notice my whole body relaxes mm -hmm. and suddenly it's not a problem not to breathe. Yeah. It's just not a problem. Yeah. It's just what you do. You're holding your breath. And then it's almost like my mind yeah. will leave mm -hmm. and suddenly there is a, I mean, distinct connection with yeah. the soul, the who I am. Yeah. The, so, the channel becomes very clear. Yes. Um, when you tap into that with your breath. Yes. It just becomes like you, you just turned on the knob, you put the knob on, you know, and said, tuning in. And really that's, you know, at the end of doing a 10, 20, 30, when you're holding for that 30 is really asking like, what do I need to know, to know today? What is my next best action? Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, whatever, you know, it is that feels like a line for you to ask, but really asking like, what is, what do I need to know today? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you've just turned on the channel, you've cleared every, you're clearing, 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 you get more clears, less distortion, less distraction you know, then you can actually hear yourself. Yeah. You, you said we need to clear the static and that's literally what that did was yeah. clear the static. So I, I think what would be super valuable is, you know, if you decided to use the 10, 20, 30, mm -hmm. um, you know, walk yourself through that and walk, walk yourself, visualize yourself going through all the energy centers. Yeah. You know, and maybe if you're sensing like I'm heightened emotionally today, I'm super emotionally reactive today, I'm in one of my highs or I'm in one of my lows, then as you're doing the breath work, maybe do some tapping on that side of your body um, mm -hmm. or just visualize the broom as your breath going in and just sweeping out that energy center. Um, and it, I don't care if you're defined or undefined, it doesn't matter. Just go in and visualize, envision or visualize either way. You can do either one of that broom of just, I'm moving the energy. And when you're able to come back to like a moment where you can, you know, maybe hold your hand over that energy center, imagine that hand is a magnet mm -hmm. and allow all the debris, all the static that's gotten loosened up, all that emotion to just collect and move out. Mm -hmm. And I think that you will def, I know you're going to definitely see and feel a difference. You'll notice, you know, the energy centers will just kind of feel clearer. Yeah. Uh, especially the mind. 
you know what I realized too was um, this week, you know, in the office, we were, I don't remember what day it was, but I, I started like tearing up during one of my 10, 20, 30s. And I asked myself, like, why am I crying? And the thing that the voice that came back was, I really don't like to breathe. I don't like to be here to breathe. I don't, I want to go where I don't have to breathe. It's so much nicer. <laughs> this is a lot of work. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Cause my whole story is I really don't want to be here like mm-hmm. to do this thing on earth, but you know, I obviously do want to be here because otherwise I wouldn't have incarnated to come here, but probably be- you probably begged to come here. That's what, that's what I've been told. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I begged to come back. And every time I think something like that, I think, why? <laughs> I'm going to have to have a talk with myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, we, it's just like, I haven't had a moment like that mm-hmm. in, I would say over six years. Wow. Six years. So that's the power of deconditioning mm-hmm. and doing the work. Yep. You know, and it is called breath work. Let me be clear. Yeah. <laughs> it's not sure. breath relax. It's not breath relax. This isn't breath relax. <laughs> you know, in my different psychedelic journeys, I have seen the breath. Like I've noticed that there's an energy to the breath. And it's, again, it's so subtle, but it is, I just don't think we're reminded. It's just something we take for granted. We totally do. That's our co-passenger in our life is our breath. You know, and I feel like this kind of work, you're like, all right, let's do this together. I'm going to let you guide me in completely inward. I mean, it's always there. You just don't utilize it the way that it could be. Right. You know, and the breath is, you know, like you say, it's here. It's the very first thing you do when you come in and it's the last thing you do before you leave. And Mm -hmm. that is truly the evidence of life. Yeah. Is the breath life force. Yeah. Well, I love that, that it's the life force. Um, so I don't know if you know much difference. You said somatic versus birth rebirthing, rebirthing. Tell us more about somatic breath work. Somatic release breath work, um, was developed by Steven Jaggers and, um, he is an amazing body worker. He has an extensive background in the body physiology, anatomy, um, and has worked with many, many people, but his focus or the focus of somatic release is, is that somatic is the body and then the release, because we store so many of our emotions, our undigested emotions in our tissues, in our bodies. And so somatic release is a way to release those things from the body, the, the stored, you know, lower density energies, the anger, grief, shame, fear, all of those things that just did not have an opportunity. Maybe it wasn't safe in the moment when something traumatic, either big T or little T happened to you. And so it's not always safe to cry or to scream or whatever. Sometimes you have to shut that down or the times you've had to disconnect from yourself. Yeah. You know? And so we shove, we shove all those emotions down in our body. And it's like, just, I'm going to, I'm not, I'm not going to feel that right now. Well, you're just putting it on deferred payment. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times it's in there and it's collecting interest. It's <laughs> a good way to put like, it. It's not going away. It's going to show up in your relationships. It shows up in your reactivity. It shows up like you're just 
holding it all together all the time. And it's, it's like, you don't, you don't actually have to go around like that. You can actually just have ways of digesting your emotions. Like think about undigested emotions, what that does to your gut. What is that? Where do you hold fear and guilt in your, in your body, in your your abdominal area, you know, in those energy centers. Yeah. So static release is very specific in releasing from the body, these stored emotions and energies that we really do not need to carry um, anymore. And that are taking up space, really valuable space inside of us that don't allow us to bring anything else in. So it's using the breath to go into the body, release emotions and energies that we no longer need to carry in order to bring in what we do want to bring into our body. Now, have you seen when you're doing this work with people other than me? (laughs) Yeah. Just in general with your clients, is there like a theme that comes up that's looking to get kind of, I guess, released? I mean, a lot of things are, it's, it's not necessarily a theme other than we are all doing it. We are all holding emotions Mm. that we were not able to express in the moment that whatever it was occurred. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I've worked with some trauma, like severe trauma victims of, you know, sexual abuse, sexual trafficking, um, just the gamut of trauma that, that we can hold in our bodies and the releases and the feelings of healing and being able to reassociate with the body are so profound and so needed. So it's not that there's necessarily a theme other than the human experience can be hard. Yeah. And what does Dr. Cassoni say? He says, it sucks. Human experience sucks. We, well, we came here for all of that. It's the whole gamut of emotion, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's great when you can feel the emotions and let them move and be like, whoa, and, and let them complete their process. But the thing is that the, if there's a theme, the theme is that the emotions have occurred and they did not complete their process of release. So, you know, that, that's why sometimes it feels so good to cry. Yeah. Right? Because you're, oh my God, like I just needed that. I just needed to let that go and let it, let it out. Yeah. But when you don't, you just push it down into your tissues, into your body. So the, I, th- I would say the theme there is that these are just things that we hold onto that we're not able to in the moment let go of. And it's different for everyone. But I would say, you know, a lot of times I hear just, I didn't know I could feel this way. Yeah, for sure. You know, and it's like that it's always available to you. Yeah. But we pile on so many bricks. We put so many stones in our pockets and we carry them around and we wonder like, why am I so tired? Or we say we don't have time. Why do I have nothing left for anybody? Yeah. You know, Mm. you're full. How can Mm -hmm. you take on anymore? Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say that's, that's the theme. And it it really is. There's a process of exciting the nervous system in the sympathetic state and then going into the parasympathetic state. Yeah. You're bringing in and calming, you know, but it's really important to complete the process. Is there a thing you're looking for as you're guiding someone through the breath work for a, um, this is the time we need to do this now? Is there something you're looking for? Yeah, I can, you know, with somatic release, we are taught to really kind of read the signs of the body. You can see in the face, like if somebody's really like scrunching, they're holding or their hands are gripped or the, you see a lot of constriction in the throat. It's like, what have you not been able to say? Yes, that's huge. You can see when someone's suppressing a scream. Um, a lot of times people who have been, 
you know, their body has been assaulted. They're like, there's a lot of like sweeping off, get off, get off. Mm -hmm. And those are the things that just, they need to be processed and moved. And so with somatic release, we're taught to be able to recognize those things and how to help guide the release of it. You know what? I'd be curious. Mm -hmm. I'd be curious to see how every energy type shows up. Yeah. Like if we knew their human design aura type, like generators might show up this way. MGs might show up this way. I know one of the things I wanted to mention on the podcast was for the non-sacral beings, the projectors, Mm -hmm. the manifestors, the reflectors, a really powerful way to clear your sacral Mm -hmm. um, so that you're not operating on borrowed energy and burning yourself out would be this 10, 20, 30. You know, and I just, I, I wonder how each energy type would present, you know, like we're nurses. So we're always like, what are the presenting symptoms? What are the presenting? (laughs) We're doing ad pie. What is it? Ad pie. Assess, diagnose. Oh yes. And implement, evaluate. (laughs) And then we're developing a case plan. (laughs) Yes. And a nursing diagnosis, which I find myself doing in the formula all the time. Oh, I do. Oh yeah. I know what you need. You need this, this, and this. Come back to me next week. <laughs> our brains have been conditioned to work. And it, I mean, it's useful. It does help me in the formula. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I know exactly what you need. This is what we need to do. Most of the times, it's not what everyone thinks they need to do. Yeah. You know, most of the times it's like not, it's not going to take that action. No. It's go to the paid method. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want to. Go to the paid method and then come back and we'll discuss the action. Here's your prescription. <laughs> <laughs> and if you come back and say you didn't take your prescription, mm-hmm. then I can't do a proper, yeah. another proper diagnosis. Yeah. Exactly. Here's the plan. You must implement the plan <laughs> before we can evaluate how well the plan worked. Yes. That's, that's it. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like even talking about nursing, I feel like that's one of the things with with my clients, I've noticed is that like breathwork can feel very scary. It's like, well, what do we, you see, you see the ads on television, people are screaming and crying. And, oh yeah, I know, Lena. And, um, and, and it's true. I mean, sometimes in breathwork sessions, it looks like Dante's Inferno in there. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, and it's like, I look at it like, this is beautiful. This yeah. means there are, these are not going to hold on to these things anymore. And what will that do for them? But I found like even having a nursing background, I feel like it does create this sense of safety. Mm. Like, I got you. Yeah. I got you. I mean, I've been in the worst situations a human being can be, been with humans in the worst situations they can possibly be in um, physically, emotionally, mentally. And this is, you know, in some ways it's not that much different, only nobody's going to die. You know, (laughs) you're really, you're going to be fine. It, you're going to just move through these emotions and these feelings. You're fully capable of it. I, I know you're fully capable of it and it's all perfect. One of the fears I had when we first did it, like that wasn't my first treatment with you when we first did it was what if I can't breathe? Like what if I get to the point where I feel like I can't breathe and I feel like I'm suffocating? And that was just in the back of my mind. I was like, okay, well, that's people don't die from this. So we're right? It's just one of the the things that play in the mind. And when I did it the first time, it's almost as if, um, it doesn't feel like you can't breathe. It almost feels like you can breathe better. Yeah. 
it almost feels like I didn't know how deep I actually could breathe and how much oxygen I could give my body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just don't think we're walking around breathing deep. We're breathing in our chest. Yeah. You know, really, you're not even, you're not even fully using your capacity to take in oxygen and utilize it efficiently. So there's a lot there. There's a lot more to breath work than just a journey, you know, breathing. There's a lot of beautiful science behind how we breathe and why, and why we should breathe through our noses. And well, then- remember in Bikram, when we used to do Bikram, that's oh, yeah. all they had us do was breathe through our noses. Yeah. I that's always wondered why. Shouldn't way to breathe. Breathing through your mouth throws off your physiology, your chemistry in your body. It You change the shape of your jaw. You know, it's, it changes everything. So there's been a lot of studies. Um, there's a wonderful book called, I think it's Breath or Breathe by James Nestor that I've read. And it is fascinating. And you really are like, whoa, how do we not know this? How do we not know that hypertension and all of these other things like are, could be caused by the way that you breathe, you know? So switching, that'd be one of the things I would tell people is like, breathe through your nose and breathe into your belly. Because what, what your body hears when you do that is everything's okay. Mm. You know? And so, especially if you, you know, like when I would go onto scene calls, I would remember to start breathing through my nose and it would slow my breathing down longer exhales. It takes longer to breathe, you know, in and out through your nose. And I could access more of my brain. Of oh my yeah. That I needed or whatever I needed. I actually could do that when I, when you breathe in through the chest and through the mouth, <sighs> You're not thinking. You can start spinning. Mm-hmm. You do that in life all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's just remembering breathing in through the nose and out through the nose. Breathe into your belly. It, you tell your nervous system everything's okay. Yeah. You and know? in Bikram, in a 105 degree mm-hmm. room, doing insane poses. Yeah. Where so you, your mind is telling you you're definitely not okay. Yeah. <laughs> but when you would leave that room, you felt like a rock star. Yeah. Cause you didn't, you thought you were going to die, but you didn't <laughs> so, feel like I could do yeah, it. Kind of like full moons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> full moons. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, Lena. Thank you so much. You're thank welcome. you so much for coming on. Mm-hmm. I love having you on the podcast. We will throw all of Lena's links down in the show notes. You might want to figure out how to schedule one of her breathwork sessions. If she's still has any of those open? I know that she does those one-off sessions, right? You still do those? I do. I do um, virtual sessions, group sessions. You know, people can do them from their own home every two weeks. And then I have in-person sessions and one-on-one sessions. Yeah. Well, I know we're on the bandwagon now. I think <laughs> I think we hit that where we're like, wait, uh, uh, nope, now it's time. <laughs> yeah. Let it go. Let it flow. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Lena. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, my loves. I'm looking for five women who are looking to work one-on-one with me for the rest of 2023. Now, this is a one-on-one container with a mastermind environment. So if you're looking to overhaul alignment within your life and business, because as you've probably found out, you can't separate the two, apply below to set a time to speak with me directly and see if this is the next best step for you. Okay. Well, I hope you all really enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget to go join us in the Facebook group, Billionaire Beliefs by Design, and you can catch all of the good stuff. We're releasing quantum money energy in there. If it's not already released, it'll be coming soon. 
You can get, grab all of my value stuff in there. That's where we are. That's where we love to hang out. And until next week, cheers to staying wealthy through alignment. 